0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Yeshayahu Isaiah 26a, and this is Saul Weinreb, your host. In chapter 26, Yeshayahu begins the third chapter in his series on his vision of the apocalypse, his vision of the future times. Let us first remember how Yeshayahu described his vision in the first two chapters in order to better understand what he is saying in the one we are about to study together. In Ishayahu's wondrous vision, it begins with, across the world, there will be a terrible destruction, but the destruction will be of the mighty nations and empires that are haughty and arrogant before God. Most specifically, these are the nations that refuse to treat the poor and the humble properly. These nations were typified by the nation of Moab, who refused to treat the refugees who came to them in desperation, and then refused to humble themselves before the God of Israel in Jerusalem. At the same time, in this vision of the future, God will give shelter and protection to the poor, the humble, and the downtrodden. His justice, the justice of God, will become clear to all of the world, and the mighty nations will be humbled. The nations from faraway places will then see the justice of God and begin to spread his message of righteousness throughout the world. The nations that accept this humility and come before God will then be welcomed at a grand feast in Jerusalem where all will enjoy together with the people of Israel the goodness and pure joy of being with God. We can now begin this chapter. Now that we've described that division, we can understand the song that Isaiah was is about to describe in chapter twenty-six. Perak Chafav. Bayomahu on that day, Hashir Hazeb This is the song that will be sung in the land of Yehuda, in the land of Judah. Oz Lanu. This city of Jerusalem was a strength to us. Yashit This great city has been a deliverance for us, its walls and its courtyards. This city protected us. This is likely a reference to the deliverance of the people of Judah from the armies of Assyria, something which the people who are the audience of Ishayahu's message would have been familiar. But now that it has saved us, Says Isaiah to the people, let us open those gates to all the nations of the world that have recognized God's righteousness. This is the vision of the future. Let us open the gates of Jerusalem. And let us allow in that nation which is righteous, those that have learned the lesson in this vision of the future, Shomer Amunim, that nation which has guarded the faith. I have departed here from the understanding of many, if not all of the traditional commentaries who understood that this verse is referring to the opening of the gates of Jerusalem to allow in the Jewish people that had been gathered from around the world after their exile. I do not believe that this interpretation is correct. I will explain why. First, the context is completely off. We just read the verses and let me read them to remind you from the last chapter, vote, L'chol b'harazeh, In this future day, God has made on this mountain of Jerusalem for all of the nations of the world a huge feast of fats and wines. And then, then he continued on to say, Uvila b'harazeh, That God has wiped off the anxieties, and sadness from the faces of all of the nations. God destroys death, and God wipes the tears from every face. And this is how God will take the shame away from His people. By bringing all the nations, it is God that spoke. After Yeshayah describes this wondrous day, he then says this verse, on that day, the day when God will welcome all these nations into Jerusalem. Furthermore, there's even more context that proves that my reading is correct. We just discussed how all of those nations who are arrogant will be crushed, but those that recognize will come to worship Him. The logical message is that which Ishayahu has been talking about this entire book, this entire work of Ishayahu. If anyone has been listening until now, he will he or she will know for sure what it is that Ishayahu means, that the Jewish people will fulfill their mission and spread this message throughout the world. In Ishayahu's vision of the future, it is the world that is coming into the through those gate open gates of Jerusalem. Furthermore, remember how Ishayahu described in the beginning of chapter 25, the wondrous deed of God. What was that wondrous deed? Emuna Look at those words. Because God, you did something so wondrous that these ideas, these ideas of God came they came from far. And what were those ideas? Emuna men A faithfulness, of faith which will come from the faraway places. And here, how does Ishayahu refer to those nations that are coming in to Jerusalem? He refers to them as the Shomer Emunim, that nation which is Shomer Emunim, the faith, that same word, to describe the nations that are now being welcomed by the open gates of Jerusalem. The song of the future, according to Ishayahu, is the song that is welcoming everyone, every nation into the gates of Zion under the wings of God, which then leads to the next verse. Yetzer Samuch, Titzor Shalom, Shalom, Kivuchoba Tuach. I'm translating the word Yetzer here as create, creation. Yetzer Samuch, you God created something Samuch, something dependable. Titzor Shalom, you created peace. Shalom, Isha repeats, yes, peace you created. Why, Kivuchoba Tuach? Because it is in you that one is safe and secure. When the poor, when the downtrodden, when they feel batuach, when they feel safe and secure, that is peace that God creates. Now Ishayo turns to the public and says, You all, everyone, have faith in God forever and ever. No matter what. Because it is in God's name that Sur Olamim, he is a rock that lasts forever, he is a rock that can be relied upon. <laughs> How is it that God has made himself known throughout the world, Yesheel reminds us once again, because he has brought down those Yoshevei Marom, he has humiliated those that lived as if they were on high that secure city that thought they were so great behind those big walls and those big buildings and fortresses he smashes it down to the earth crushes it into dust how? when? what happens then? because those Big cities are now being trampled, trampled by whom those who never received proper honor in those places, by the poor and the needy underneath the footsteps of those who were once downtrodden themselves, the true justice of God. But for the righteous man, the path is level and smooth, as God flattens out and rolls out the way for the tzaddik, for the righteous one. For your just, your just ways, your ways of justice, God. We are hoping for you, for your name, the desire, the deep desire of our souls is to know you, is to be with you, God, because your ways are mishpat, are just. Here the, the prophet cries and says, because he's living in a world where this justice doesn't isn't apparent yet. There is so much injustice in this world. The, the feel the pain of Ishayahu as he cries, balayla. My soul is is crying for you, is yearning for you at night in bed, yearning for that day when we finally see this justice. I wake up early to pray. This the very soul within me wakes up to pray before you, God, Ki because I'm waiting for that time. when Because when your judgment comes down to earth, all of the Yoshevei Tevel, Tevel means all of humanity, every single human being on earth will then learn true righteousness when you come down, God. But why did there have to be destruction? Yuchan Tzedek. But when you have mercy on a wicked man, he does not learn righteousness. In the land where everyone is learning is learning proper behavior, he twists it. He's incapable of seeing the greatness of God. This verse is where Yishayel is lamenting the fact that unfortunately some suffering will have to happen in the future times. But why? Because of the very nature of an evil person is such that any mercy shown to him, he's going to twist and assume that it's his own. He deserved it. He's going to twist and assume in his own arrogance that he's somehow better than everyone else. Unfortunately, destruction will have to happen because of those people that are unwilling and unable to finally humble themselves before God, but those that will, those that can, will be able to join in the feast of the future. Thank you for joining us for uh, podcast 26A for the first part of the chapter. Looking forward to finishing chapter 26 with you. Thank you.